name is Melissa Meredith, your host for the Daily Wellness Podcast. If your day could use a dose of healthy living inspiration, you're in the right place. Call me a crunchy mom, health nerd, whatever. I'm just a normal mom trying to do what's best for her family, and I happen to love talking about all things health and wellness. Join me as we learn from like-minded people, change the health legacy of our families, and take our wellness to the next level. Welcome to the Daily Wellness Podcast. There is almost always more than one root cause. This is one of my favorite takeaways from today's episode. In Leanna Souter's story, many factors took a toll on her health. Pharmaceuticals, brain injury, parasites, an eating disorder, trauma, and stress, to name a few. But instead of becoming a victim to these circumstances and choices, and instead of blaming it on her genetics, she took initiative to find answers and get help. She took responsibility for her own health, and now she helps others do the same as a functional nutrition counselor. Hey, if you want to hear your name in a review shout out, leave a review on the Apple podcast app. This week's review shout out is for Monster Rocks. Your podcast has inspired me to start with making a list, and that list will start with cleaning out the pantry and fridge to make room for healthier foods for my family and I, followed by other healthier changes. Woohoo! Pantry cleanouts are pretty serious. Awesome to hear about the changes that you're making. I think you'll get even more ideas from this week's guest. Now, here's your dose of daily wellness. Today we have the beautiful Leanna Souter with us, and I would love for you guys to meet her. So can you introduce yourself to us, Leanna? Hi, yes. Um, so as Melissa just said, my name is Leanna Souter. Um, I am a mom of a beautiful, uh, almost 16 month now, um, little boy. Um, I've been married for going on three years now. So um, yeah, we live in Pennsylvania. I'm just super passionate about health and wellness. I have been for many years now. Um, I feel like it kind of started when I had my own health issues going on that started way back years ago. And so uh, that kind of kickstarted my interest in nutrition and fitness and all that. Uh, and I know we'll kind of go into more detail and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm just super passionate now about just helping others and helping them avoid what I've had to go through and all the wild goose chases and learn from my mistakes uh, and hopefully, you know, help uh, help prevent others from dealing with and suffering through certain things that they may not need to if they take the right preventative measures uh, or just even treating something sooner than later so it doesn't spiral and get worse and then you have like a whole plethora of issues to try to figure out then it's like once you can see something's wrong it's best to just get it right then and there you know so that's what I am super passionate about right now I love that I think that's similar to myself I really have a heart to just help people get started on their health journey so that they don't get to a really bad place. I mean, when you hear statistics, like, you know, one in three people are going to be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime. Um, that's very sobering. And so if I can, you know, help people see that there is a way to kind of take control of your health and, um, you know, live in a way that prevents a lot of illness, then that would make me so happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. I would love to learn from your health story. Can you kind of tell us, I mean, you mentioned um, some of the, you know, going through some hard things in your health journey. So could you kind of go into that for us? Yeah, for sure. Um, (laughs) It's kind of a long story. Um, I've had quite the list of things, but I'll try to keep it brief enough. That's okay. Um, Give us all the juicy (laughs) details. (laughs) All right. Um, so yeah, it basically started when I was, um, about 13, I had my first concussion and that really threw things off for me. Um, cause you know, traumatic brain injuries, um, whether mild or severe can just play such a huge role and impact on our health. Um, and one of the biggest things too, then was we didn't know I had a concussion, until like a month after I had it because symptoms didn't start right away. And we didn't know a whole lot about concussions at the time. Um, So, you know, that first month is super crucial for healing and I wasn't doing anything for it. Uh, So I ended up with post-concussion syndrome for quite some time. And then I ended up getting, I've had multiple concussions, I think through the years, probably like seven-ish. And people look at me like I have two heads when I say that. <laughs> but um, I played a lot of sports and it was just like very active growing up and through high school and college and all that. So um, I have quite the quite the stories for those. But anyways, yeah. I don't um, have any concussions, but I have lots of scars from those athletic events. <laughs> yep. Sure are memorable. Um, yeah. So that was like the start of things. And things weren't like super bad. Um till several years later I think that was just kind of like the undercurrent and then things just progressively got worse through the years um so I did actually have an eating disorder when I was in high school and I think that also played a role in just messing things up yeah um and thankfully the Lord freed me from that several years ago and that's a whole testimony in itself but sadly like that does have effects on our bodies um so I think that also played a role and then what really threw me through the ringer um I actually lived in Nepal for a few months um from at the end of 2017 to the beginning of 2018 and I had a couple parasites while I was there um and well the parasites themselves did a number on me but then the medication I was given for that just wrecked me it just shot my whole digestive system and I basically had to like rebuild it from scratch Um, so, um, I then was like diagnosed with IBS after that, when I came home, I was able to heal my gut that year. Um, and I was doing really well, like my hormones, my gut health was doing great for a while. And then at the end of 2019, uh, things just triggered up again from stress, overworking, over-exercising, Um, I'll kind of give a background of that. So at the time I was working two jobs um, as a personal trainer and a nanny and wellness coach. Um, Well, the personal training and wellness coach were at the same place. Um, Anyways, so I, some of the days I'd be working the 530 shift. And then after that, I'd be working like 14 or 11 hour days. So that was like my my work day. And then we also, I also helped teach some group classes and we did pretty intense workouts. Um, so 
I think it was just a combination. Oh, and then I was also planning a wedding. <laughs> I was wow. planning my wedding. I got married in 2020. Um, so yeah, between planning a wedding, working a ton, over exercising, not sleeping enough, it just, you know. Yeah, like you had multiple stress <laughs> factors going on in your life there. Exactly. It's perfect storm. So that really um just threw me off for a while. Um, so then, you know, towards the end of that year. I started seeking out functional medicine um, and just root cause healing to really get to the root of things. Um, and I was able to find out some answers with that, like finding certain deficiencies I had um, and inflammation and whatnot. So that was helpful. Um, and although I wasn't a fan, it, the one um, guy I saw, he was a fun functional medicine, but I didn't love he put me on birth control because I had some, um, well, I had PCOS. Um, yeah. And so he put me, put me on birth control for it. And I was, at the time, I didn't know what I know now about it, but I still was like iffy about it. But he made it seem like, oh, it was the best option. So I just went with it. But a few months in, I was just like, no, I, this isn't, I don't feel good about this. I don't feel good on it. Um, just didn't have peace about it. So I got off of it and I started balancing my hormones um, just with other natural ways. Um, and that slowly, you know, slowly was progressing. Then towards the end of 2020, um, I ended up having a miscarriage, an early miscarriage. Um, so that was hard, as you can imagine, and anybody else who's had a miscarriage. Yeah, sorry to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's like, it's an emotional and physical stress on your body, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was able to, um, you know, well, I just kept doing what I was doing and um, just processing, going through counseling, lots of prayer and community um, helped a lot. And anyways, um, in January, end of January, I got pregnant again with my son and had a healthy pregnancy and perfectly healthy baby. And it's just, he's my beautiful rainbow baby and just such a testimony to, um, God's goodness. And, you know, there's, it is possible to heal our bodies. It is possible to have, um, a healthy baby after loss. Um, so I, as much as that part of my story is painful, I'm also thankful for it because I know that God's used it and is using it. And I can just be a testimony in that way too, you know, and that's just another area <laughs> that I can help people. After that, I ended up <laughs> with my son, his birth, it was an emergency C-section. So that in itself was another trauma and the medications I was on and stuff really affected my gut as well um and then with breastfeeding you know it's easy if you're not careful to be depleted of nutrients so I've really had to make sure there was a lot of like reevaluation the past year plus yeah um, and I was able to heal my gut again pretty well like I felt good um things were getting better and better um but then few months back, maybe like four or five months ago, I was just in a really stressful time and things just got triggered up again. <laughs> if you can't tell, stress is a big trigger for me. Yeah. Um, 
It's a big trigger for a lot of people. And I think, I think so too. how, how like not, I don't know if powerful is the right word, but like just the effect that stress has on us and how it really can just do a number on us. Um, so yeah. yeah, um, I've been in a new protocol just with healing my gut and everything. Um, so that's kind of where I'm currently at is, um, getting that addressed again. And this time I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it really to the root of things and hopefully it like won't get triggered again, but we'll see. Um, I will say though, my PCOS has been under control and that's, um, that's been steady. So I'm thankful for that. Um, cause I know a lot of women struggle with that too. Um, and then especially like postpartum, it's really common. Yeah, um, you're right. Common for a lot of women in general, but yeah. Yes. How did that feel when you were getting to a good place after the C-section and things were looking up and then to have that kind of setback induced by stress? It was hard. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. At first it was super discouraging. Cause I was like, okay, I've been down there sir, before I thought it was getting better. And you know, it was, I had a bit of that imposter syndrome. I was like, how can I help other people? And it's like, I can't even help myself. <laughs> or it's like, I thought I was better and I'm not. But I mean, that's, it just goes to show that like our bodies are so complex and healing takes time. Like it didn't take me overnight to get to this place. Like as I just shared, it's been years of things adding up to get to get my body in the state it's at. And so it's not going to heal overnight. Right. It's going to take a while to unwind. But on the other hand, like the good part of that is, you know, they're designed to heal. Our bodies are designed to return to homeostasis and to function. Right. Right. We just need to find the ways to help our bodies do that. So what Um, was, what were some of those steps when you're like, okay, I can tell that some of my symptoms are returning, you know, that, um, you know, the stress is impacting me. Like what are some of the first steps that you took at that point? I'd say definitely like reevaluating my life and everything going on and trying to eliminate as many stressors as possible. Um, and also getting more sleep because that was another big thing. I was not getting enough sleep at the time. I still don't get enough sleep. So you have a baby, (laughs) right? (laughs) As moms, we do what we can. Right. Um, but I have, I have been like making more of an effort to sleep more and that's definitely helped. Um, so yeah, definitely like eliminating stress as much as possible and trying to sleep more and fuel up my body with specific nutrients that like I knew would help me and the specific things I was dealing with. Um, Like I generally do eat well and whole foods, but um, like, you know, there's so many different foods and so many that are good for different things, different nutrients. So I was, I kind of, um, just wrote out a list of certain foods and their vitamins and minerals that corresponded with things I was dealing with, like hypothyroid and PCOS. And it's like, okay, what foods can help my body heal and create, you know, the thyroid hormones or whatever. Um, right. can you so give me a couple of examples? I'm just curious, like what helps with hypothyroid? Yeah. Um, well, avocados are a really good one. Um, and eggs. It's funny because a lot of the foods I was, <laughs> I ended up writing down, I was like already eating. 
but a lot of the nutrients needed for thyroid like iodine and zinc protein selenium um b12 tyrosine those are all super important yeah Um, i love that i love that you just went into research mode and figured that out and then your first thought was i'm gonna get this from my food i love that and our adrenals too that's a huge thing because our adrenals um, they play a role in thyroid function and also stress and the stress hormone cortisol. Um, and so yeah, ways you can support your adrenals, vitamin C, magnesium, B complex, um, or like adaptogens like maca root, ashwagandha. Those are a couple examples with stress, with cortisol, um, my cortisol was elevated. I had some blood work done and I had a feeling it was elevated because I could just tell. And it, my cortisol had been elevated like a couple years ago. I knew how it felt. Um, I knew what I did to lower it again. Um, but so I had that blood work and that confirmed what I was suspecting. So that was another thing I did. But anyway, so with cortisol, when it's elevated, um, that just kind of causes us to be in a constant anxious, stressed out state. Mm-hmm. which, you know, throws our body into fight or flight um, rather than rest and digest. And so, the, you know, that throws our body through loot too because like, – Yeah, it's, so your stress is affecting your gut. That's so good. That's such a good point. Yeah, and it affects sleep. <laughs> and then the sleep affects that, and it's like this cycle. <laughs> you got to break the cycle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that. One other thing that you've kind of mentioned a few times that I wanted to ask about was, um, you mentioned taking medication for parasites and how that really was not good on your gut and then how you did not do well on birth control and then how medication after C-section, you know, was, wasn't good for you either, like as far as your gut health. And so can you kind of talk about that a little bit more? Like what role does medication, you know, like how does that connect to our gut health? Yeah. Um, that's something too, that I've been like diving into, into more recently and really wanting to learn more about like, how does it affect our guts? Because I know it does. I, I've heard from so many, um, like naturopathic doctors, even some like in the medical field will admit this too, um, which is great. Um, and obviously I've experienced it. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, we know medications and drugs themselves are created just to mask symptoms rather than getting to the root of the problem. And, you know, depending on what ingredients are in there too, and then whatever medication it is, um, they can really affect and disrupt things in our gut um, and mess with the microbiome, um, especially like taking antibiotics. Um, like, I know sometimes those like are necessary. Yeah. Like, of life, you know, but I always like to avoid those as first, like, I always like to try other, um, things instead. Like, yeah, I think it doesn't, I think birth control, especially, um, really depletes key nutrients in our bodies. Yes, it really does. Um, that's a big one. And birth control actually is a group one carcinogen. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I did know that I've been, trying to spread the word because it's so frustrating to me. I am totally fine with women taking birth control, 
you know, if they feel like that's the best choice for them, if they're educated about it. But I know when it was offered to me, there were no conversations about the negative side effects of birth control and what it's really doing to my body and my gut health and all the things. And the fact that it's a class one carcinogen. And I, that just frustrates me, you know, that women aren't told that information. Yeah. And the thing is too, like it further disrupts your hormones too, because it's synthetic hormones. It's like pumping through your body and your body doesn't know what to do with that. And then just in general with just medicating symptoms and not treating the root like it's gonna the root cause is gonna get worse like it's not gonna get better over time if you're not doing anything about it like it's just gonna keep getting worse and so by masking the symptoms and basically avoiding the problem like you're just digging yourself in a deeper hole until it gets to the point where you no medication can mask the symptoms and then you're like okay I'm desperate I need help now I need to get to the root of this and Mm -hmm. I that's what I try to help people avoid um because yeah it sucks to be in that like desperate place yeah it really does and I think that's when people start seeking um alternate you know options for health and lifestyle and diet and all the things because they've tried the medication for so long and they've come to a point you know, where it's no longer helping anymore. It's not getting them as far as they want. They're not enjoying life, not feeling good, you know, having side effects, whatever. And then they start seeking other answers. And so that's what I'm hoping, you know, people listening to the daily wellness podcast will get some inspiration and hope for the situations that they're in, you know, hearing your stories like yours, um, and that they'll be able to get to the root of, um, some of these, you know, really serious issues that they have that are, you know, just taking away from enjoying life. (laughs) That's what I, that's what I hope that they can really get to the place where they're experiencing abundant life. Again, the life that we were really created to have, um, that phrase to the root is something that you've said several times. Um, can you kind of explain what you mean by that? Yeah. Um, and what's actually interesting too, is a lot of times people, people will say, Oh, I need to get to the root the root like the one root cause but actually um there's most if not all the time more than one root cause um and it's always related to digestive dysfunction inflammation and our genes and how our genes are expressing themselves Mm. um so i i'll go into a little more depth about that um so with the digestive dysfunction. So let's say, you know, someone has a hormone imbalance. And so, you know, they're taking certain, they're, they're eating certain foods, taking certain supplements, whatever, trying to balance their hormones, but it's not working. Well, why? Because their body's not absorbing the nutrients they're intaking because their digestion isn't optimal. Their digestion isn't functioning properly. So they're not able to absorb nutrients. And so that in itself can cause a lot of issues like poor digestion causes. um, I mean, that's what um, can cause autoimmune issues because that's um, an immune response when our bodies. So I'm going to like go on a little tangent. (laughs) It's like the stuff makes sense in my head and I have to make it make sense for other people who don't get it. Yeah. Give us the details. So I'm going to try to explain this clearly. Um, cause also mom brain, it's hard to, <laughs> <think> <laughs> <straight>. <laughs> okay. 
Um, but anyway, so um, I don't know if you've heard of, well, you've probably heard the phrase leaky gut, but the has got hyperpermeability. So that's basically where um, there's gaps in the intestinal lining. So food nutrients basically go slip through into the bloodstream. Um, but the thing is our bloodstream, it's, um, it only knows how to process like the very broken down nutrients. And so when we have leaky gut before our bodies fully break down those nutrients, if they're like not able to, or even if it's before that stage in the digestion process, it seeps through those holes in the lining. And so then it goes into the bloodstream and then the bloodstream, you know, it can't recognize it as food because it's too small to be food, but it's also too big to be those broken down particles that it absorbs and utilizes throughout the body. So then the immune system reacts and the immune system uh, will send, you know, inflammation and different, um, different things to attack that because it views it as an invader because it's not what the body's, you know, supposed to be circulating. So that is what, um, can cause a lot, a lot of health issues from autoimmune to hormone imbalances to cognitive and neurological issues, even like Alzheimer's, um, and even some cancers that's can be rooted in, um, gut health and also just, um, environmental toxins and stuff like that, which I'll get into that when it comes to gene expression. Um, but there's, you know, there can be many roots to one thing and there can be a lot of factors to it because everything in the body is connected, like the immune system, the digestive, to the endocrine, to the neurological, like everything's connected. Um, And so if one thing's thrown off, it can throw off another thing and another thing, and then it can also just cause a cycle. So what I help people do is, you know, finding how we can break that cycle and where are the triggers? How did these things even come about? Um, so, yeah. Um, and then with the gene expression, it's interesting. Um, I've briefly talked about this before on my page, um, but like a lot of times people assume, oh, because this is, you know, I have this gene or this disease or whatever runs in my family, I'm doomed to get it. But like, that's not actually true because yeah, you might be at like slightly greater risk for it, but, um, what really causes us to fall into that is, um, lifestyle, um, and whether that be just stress, um, food we're eating, um, environmental toxins, um, all that stuff plays a part, even our mindset, um, so think about it, like, our, I've used this analogy before is where imagine you have like a loaded gun and that's your genes is the loaded gun. Um, but what pulls the trigger is your lifestyle. And so we can actually change our gene expression and how they, um, like if we can control, if they like turn on or off by, certain things we do with our lifestyle. 
Yeah, I'm really glad you shared that. I think that's something that can give people a lot of hope if they have had just, you know, generational um, sickness, disease, cancers. Um, there are things that we can do to change that in our families. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Really beautiful how our body works together. Um, as you mentioned, how it's all connected and um, how fixing one thing also helps the other things get better as well. So one other question I have is about you as a mom, you have a 16, 16 month old, and I just really want to know how you as a functional nutrition counselor are going to help your kid eat healthy food. Yeah. Well, it's funny because he recently has entered the picky eating stage. <laughs> so I've <laughs> um, <laughs> been a little bit of a struggle lately. Um, but yeah, it's hard too. Cause he's at the age where he, you can't really reason with him either. Yeah, for sure. Young. But, um, I really do want to help him understand and just have a good relationship with food and understanding the importance of food and nutrients and that like, Hey, when I eat this, I don't feel so good. And this has an effect, a negative effect. Like it's okay sometimes to have this treat or whatever, but we don't want this to make it all that we eat. Cause I don't feel good on it. When I eat this, I do feel good. And this is going to help me grow up big and strong, you know, like putting it in simple terms for yeah, I love that. Foods. Um, and then, yeah, you can hide vegetables and stuff in food. There's a lot of different ways. There's You can Pinterest recipes or there's different groups on Facebook to moms will post um, recipes and stuff. Yes, and thank goodness for that. <laughs> right? Yeah. One thing I always told my kids is that we want to eat the food that God made. So most of the time, you know, in our diet overall, we want to just be eating food that God made. And that really helped them, you know, have a clear picture of like, they can ask themselves, you know, is this something that people made, you know, in a factory somewhere, or is this something that God made? And you could just yeah. go pick out of your backyard, basically. Um, so that's yeah. one little, little teachable moment that I had with my kids. Yeah, I love that. That's a good, I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And what about your spouse? You know, you're three years married. Have you guys kind of been on the same page with health or how's, how's that going? Um, he's, <laughs> he's slowly getting there. Um, he definitely were like polar opposites. Um, but you know, I've, I've had some influence on him and he's getting better and better as time goes on. Yeah. Uh, I think that's awesome. I think a lot of people can relate to that. You know, you, you were on a journey yourself, but then you have these people in your life, your family, especially that, you know, obviously you're doing life with and doing meals with all the time. And so, um, it's important to at least communicate well, I think, even if you're not exactly on the same page as like, Hey, this is what is important to me. You know, this is what I'm really going to focus on. And I think you off of that, you can build like some respect for each other at the very least. And I've just heard great stories about people who, you know, are on their health journey and trying to bring their families along with them, which is really one of my passions. Um, and just having like such great results with that and having it bring them closer together, you know, as a family and as a couple. Yeah. So three questions for you that I like to end all of our podcasts with. And the first one is what healthy living resource would you recommend to someone that's just kind of getting started and trying to learn about health? Hmm. Okay. Well, can I give two one? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, so for Instagram accounts, I love, um, 
the account Just Ingredients if someone's looking for, you know, safer swaps and whether it be, you know, household personal products or um, food, um, she really does a great job at showing ingredients and what aren't good and better options um, and affordable ones too. So she's a good one. Um, Natural Nurse Mama um, and the mama is spelled M-O-M-M-A. She's another awesome resource. And she also has a podcast called the Red Pill Podcast. Um, and she's she's super awesome. Her opinion awesome. is super informative. Um, yeah. Great. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I link both of those in the show notes so everybody can find them. Um, what about a healthy snack? What's one of your favorites? I'd say my go-to lately, well, actually right now I'm on an elimination diet. So sadly, I can't eat this right now. <laughs> Hummus is, if anybody knows me, they know I love hummus. I could eat it all day, every day. Um, but yeah, hummus with either like veggies or um, I love the Siete grain-free tortilla chips. Yes, those are so good. Really good. Or like rice crackers or something or a little bit of like turkey lunch meat with it too. Yeah, yeah. love it. Get and that protein honestly, with hummus. <laughs> <laughs> And last question is, who would you love to see as a guest on the Daily Wellness Podcast? Um, well, I mentioned her already, Lauren, who is Natural Nurse Mama. I think she'd be awesome. And like I said, she already has a podcast too. So um, yeah. you could you know, link up and swap podcasts maybe or something. That would be cool to hear her interviewed too. Yeah, that sounds like it would be a really good one. I want to thank you so much for joining us. If people want to connect with you and learn more from you, like how can they find you? Yeah. Um, so my Instagram page is holistic fitness and faith. Um, holistic is spelled W H O not H O holistic. Um, and you can link it too in the show notes so they can find me, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then I have a link tree in my bio. If anybody would like to schedule a, a free short phone call, um, just to chat and, you know, if they have health concerns or whatever, and they're thinking about maybe doing some functional nutrition counseling, um, I do have offer that in there. So yeah. Perfect. Thank you for offering that. We appreciate your time so much. I know this is going to help a lot of people. Thanks for sharing your story. Yeah. Anytime. Thank you for having me. It was, it's fun to talk about all this stuff. Yes. Thanks for listening to today's episode on the Daily Wellness Podcast. We hope that you found it helpful for your own wellness journey. And if so, we'd love for you to leave a review. Then come back and listen for review shout outs on upcoming episodes. For more information, check out the show notes and connect with us on our website, dailywellnesscommunity.com.